as the Bears return to a sold-out soldier field for the first time since Corona was simply a mediocre beer. Let's listen to a song inspired by Chicago, a cover song inspired by Sufjan Stevens, done by Coach Cuse, and Bill Doinks heard exclusively here on Zero Doinks for the first time. This is Chicago. Sufjan Doinks, more like it. Hello, and welcome back to another Zero Doinks. Eh, it was a weird Sunday night game, huh? Bears have a few issues, but JF1 is not one of them. We will talk all about that embarrassment on national TV in front of Chris Collinsworth's giant Adam's apple and get you pumped for the Bears' return to Chicago, to Soldier Field against the Cincinnati Bengals. Dan Doinks will walk us all through a lot of weird things I'm sure can't wait. Plus, Rick Fieldsman returns for some hams and spreads, which is in the middle of hams and bread. Bears Fantasy Corner, Big Ten Minute, plus lots, lots more. Welcome back to Chicago, Bears Zerdogs. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks.
Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks! Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks! Oh, that was weak. Zadoinks! Welcome to Zero Doinks, Dan. You're back in your basement. Things look good. There's a tarp that looks a bit wet. I don't think it's wet. It just looks a little... It looks like I want to touch it. I just want to touch it. It looks greasy. You're not greasy. Dan, how are you? I'm great. It shouldn't be wet. That's waterproofing behind me, my man. It should not be wet. I'm doing great. I think... I apologize. This is a day later because of me. Thank you if you were waiting and being patient because I live in a house of puke right now. We're getting better. We're on the way back. So I apologize. You're welcome. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Bill, you look great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm thrilled to have you. As is our listening audience, you don't look sick. I believe you when you say your kids were sick. That sucks. But I'm glad things are getting better. Unlike the Bears offense and defense and maybe special teams. We'll get into that in the next segment. This is a time for celebration. The Bears are coming home. The Bears are coming home for the first time in years <laughs> in front of people. It's going to be, that's going to be good. We'll, we'll get into it. Let's How do you it. doing? You ready? You ready? I'm yeah, ready. You're ready. Yeah, let's fucking okay. do it. Let's fucking right. do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Side dogs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE you Aaron Rodgers <laughs> boing 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 Turn home for the home opener against Cincinnati. But Dan, we've got to talk about the 0-1 start. We got to talk about Sunday night at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles in front of Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Michelle Tafoya, you, me, all Bears fans, all Rams fans, all NFL fans. It happened. We got to talk about it. How do you feel a couple days later, Dan? I would say in general, I feel a little better than I did Sunday night. A little better than yesterday. I feel a little more level-headed about things after being able to digest it a bit more. It was ugly. Gets me every time, man. Um, yeah, that was ugly. That was ugly. Uh, Chris Collinsworth loves uh, Stafford. I, I think that was a safe assumption, right? Just very proud of him. Almost yeah. like a father figure. Yes, it was. That was terrible. I don't know where. Where do we start? Where do we start? I don't. Mm. I mean, I guess 
I was worried about the offense, like everyone else being complete dog shit, especially with our quarterback situation. I don't think that's our biggest problem right now. That defense yeah. sucks. It a sucks. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the defense first, and then we'll get to the controversy that will inevitably you know, continue until JF1 is crowned. Uh, yeah, the defense, that was frightening. That was everybody's worst nightmare, I think, where it's like either they look like they don't give a shit or they look really old or they just look bad. Was it coaching? Was it effort? Was it talent? What what do you think? Like, what's your what's your takeaway? Is it fixable? I guess is my question. I it it has to be some coaching, which makes me believe that it is fixable. I mean, obviously Eddie Jackson. Oh boy, what happened to him? I didn't want to believe it last year. You know, people were, there were a lot of people out in front of that that he's just been complete dog shit. <laughs> that was on center stage. That he's bad. He's bad at tackling especially tackling when it involves putting your hand on a guy when he's laying on the ground. <laughs> uh, just do that for me, Eddie, please, please. So what I, I think, what are you doing? Can we, let's stop there real yeah. quick. Don't mean to interrupt you. No, please. What, I feel like that was totally like excused away by Nagy, at least publicly too. Like that's, that's high school shit. High school no, shit. He said it's a learning lesson. It's a big learning lesson. What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't recall seeing that in any other game on Sunday or Thursday or Monday or <laughs> ever. Like, it isn't college, man. He, I don't think there's an excuse for that. And it's, it's no, not just Jackson. It was Jackson, but it was Gibson, he's, too. He's not a rookie. He's not a rookie. Right. If, you, if you're like, oh, I forgot that college rules you're down when you're down you know you hit the ground come on man like just fucking stop it so those are things that that's just sloppy play I mean we've been talking about this for a few years that it's just a sloppy team all around you know the the, with the penalties the past last year has been horrible it's just sloppy play all around and Nagy I don't know that he holds these guys accountable at all I don't know that he's he should be getting in Eddie Jackson's face and being like dude what the fuck that's on you, man. That's on you. And the blown coverage stuff, I mean, that's <laughs> I don't know. That's that's shit you see in like in high school. That's shit you see in uh Big Ten football. That's something I would expect to see in the gopher game. You know, that's that's just uh, there's no excuse for it. And you don't you don't see that in the NFL, and that happened a handful of times week fucking one. So I mean, outside of that, there's we're not getting pressure on the quarterback either. We're just not doing it. I mean, it's no. if so, we can't expect our shaky secondary to hold up if we're we're not good up front. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is. I was worried. Yeah. You know, we were worried about the corners. Yeah, that's not that's not my worry. Holy shit! This is this could be bad. Could be very bad. Yeah, the corner. I mean. Johnson held up fine, I thought, overall. And Vildor, I didn't really notice, which is a good thing. That's a victory, I yes. think, if that's the case, right? Um, yeah, let's let's talk about two things that you mentioned that are are very scary to me. And one of which is, to, I think both might be fixable. But the first thing we said, blown coverages. Yeah, that that's definitely, I would say, you'd put that on coaching, right? Or miscommunication or whatever, some sort of combination of the two. That reminded me of Mel Tucker's defense. Yes, 100%. And Good call. That is, that is scary as fuck. 
Like that, that takes all Bears fans back to a very bad place. So let's get that out of our system, guys. And hopefully right. that's a fluke that we'll be able to, we'll know that pretty quickly if what's going on there. Uh, not getting pressure on the quarterback, that, that one concerns me a lot more because you know, like we were biting on the play action and the Rams had no running game. Like None. what the fuck? So that that's right. a problem. Khalil Mack might as well have not shown up as far as we can tell. I'm sure they scheme against him. There's shit that I don't even know that I'm sure, you know, doesn't show up for your average football dope like myself. But that's a dude that should flash multiple times a game like he did the first year he was with the Bears in 2018. When was the last time you can think that, like, man, that game was changed by Khalil Mack? It's been a while. It's been a while. That needs to change, like, starting next week. Yeah, and I feel like people do still kind of make excuses for Mac that he doesn't have help up the middle or on the other side. Dude, like, you're getting paid to be a, a to wreck the, the – you're supposed to wreck the dude in front of you every fucking play. I know he's getting double teamed. That didn't used to be a problem. Seems like you throw two guys on him, and he's, he's done. He's cooked. So, uh, I don't know. Is he hurt? I mean, that's he, oh, he always seems to show up as being a bit dingy every week, but I think he maybe he's just he's on the downswing. I don't know. I hate saying that. I don't want to overreact week not. one, but right. we're going to overreact a little bit. I Like I said, I apologize that this is a, a day later. You, I might have had a much different tone 24 hours ago because I was still fucking furious at everything that I saw, especially on defense. I mean, it seemed like very undisciplined football and that's I don't know I'm not ready to shit on Sean Desai but you know the turnover bucket what are we what were we calling that all preseason when I said I didn't really love it it looks really fucking stupid now doesn't it really fucking stupid your your dumbass backboard on a bucket just get to the fucking quarterback for me once god damn it are, where are you at with Sean Desai? Are you re- are you out on him? I feel no, like no, typical no. Bears fans on Twitter no. <laughs> out on Sean Desai. No, I can't. I can't be yet. Like that would be extraordinarily unfair. Uh, he needs more than one game, but that he gets an F for his first game, though. He absolutely Bingo. gets an F. So, you know, only one way to go from here, I guess. Uh, I you know I, I really liked Akeem Hicks yeah, getting a. Uh, Another roughing the passer for no reason. That was awesome. Yes. Thanks a lot, Akeem. Really appreciate your restraint. You know, that, there's no better way to show everybody that you're tough and you deserve an extension than be a fucking idiot when you don't yes. have to be. I mean, exactly. Exactly. That was great. God. At a crucial time, of course. Um, not as much as uh, the crucial time, though, that uh, why am I blanking on his name? Ogletree. He had a, yeah. a, a, an even dumber personal foul penalty trying to be tough i gotta be tough and show you you can't push me around okay that's 15 yards turned into a, a touchdown and made a two possession game a three possession game with plenty of time come on ogletree shouldn't even be in there right now danny trevathan where how's your knee doing buddy <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure danny trevathan is gonna be flying all over the field when he comes back that guy has concrete shoes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else we want to say about the <laughs> no. defense. You know, I, I think I, I want to mention this a- after the uh, after we kind of wrap up the Rams review, and I'll, but I'll just bring it up now. I think the Rams just might be fucking really good. They just might be a really good team, and I, I yeah. you know, I we we've seen Stafford many times. He never really scared us. He 
he looks pretty fucking good. He looked pretty fucking good week one. So I'm trying to I'm bringing myself to that point of not overreacting and just trying to realize that the Rams might just be really fucking good and that yeah. you know we're we're definitely nowhere near the quality of team that the Rams are but we you know we can only go up from here I guess so on defense especially we played uh, a a jazzed up Rams team with a new quarterback <laughs> that that made us look really fucking stupid and maybe we correct the mental mistakes and we can get back to a better place. It's got to get better. It's got to get fucking better. It can't get much worse. No, I I hope you're right. That positive thought did cross my mind yesterday when I was I was very negative in my own head too. Where it's like, you know what? You do have to give the other team some credit though, and not just kill not just kill the Bears. And yeah, you're right. This could be a top two, top three team in the NFC. It should be. And Stafford did look awesome. I mean. You're right. We're we're spoiled by picturing Matt Stafford on a horrible Lions team. But I, I think you asked me last week if I if I thought Stafford was gonna be if we should be nervous about Stafford and I I said no, but then I did go back to la- the the last time he played the Bears last year when he threw for four hundred yards on a horrible Lions team. So maybe he should have been on a better team earlier and we'd have a lot more respect for him. So I don't know. I, I hate giving that guy too much respect, but you're right. He he deserves it after after one week anyway. He's got an offensive-minded coach who is much better than our supposedly offensive-minded coach. And um, let's transition to that part, the offense. Yeah, yeah that's a good – I think it's a good transition is Sean McVay is a creative offensive guy who runs a creative offense that mixes it up deep throws, short throws, sideline, up the middle. Like, There's creativity, and he's building his offensive scheme based off the holes of the defense that he's playing. On our team, we have a coach who runs a scheme that makes sense for absolutely nobody. It is There's no creativity at all. I think in Nagy's mind, he's like, this is the most sophisticated offense ever. Just stop it. We lead the league still in fucking – zero yard passes to the sideline and five yard stop routes and it's just fucking pathetic and it it just where do you want to start with the offense I don't know Bill just give me something here I don't I don't know where to start well you know for all the self-flagellation of pleasure that people like Rick Morris here are giving the Bears offense just based on the history of our team or something we had 322 yards of total offense and we're and we're supposedly supposed to be impressed and yeah do you factor in the Rams defense being good yes if Matt Nagy's everything he sees in the mirror when he wakes up every day we put up 450 yards and a lot more than 14 fucking points so no if Matt Nagy gets no credit uh, Marquise Goodwin, I think, absolutely told on Matt Nagy today Bingo. in the media, saying, yeah, Jalen Ramsey is awesome. We handed that game to him by not challenging him downfield once. And Played right into him. Yes. Yeah. So if you're a good, like you said, creative, offensive mind that schemes against the defense, not only schemes against the defense that you're going against every week, but also plays to the strengths of the fucking players on your team. That's been that's been my biggest complaint about Nagy this whole time, where it's, this is my scheme. It's going to take four years for my players to learn how to do it, and it's just the greatest thing you'll ever see. The fuck, man? No offense should be that complicated, first of all. And second of all, fucking 
look at your roster and adjust to your roster. And he never did that with Mitch. I guess he did it with Andy Dalton week one. I guess I'm kind of telling on myself a little bit. I guess he part of that part part of what he did was to protect Dalton, get the ball out of his hand quickly, blah, blah, blah. So I guess in that regard, I'm totally being a hypocrite, but but overall, but he did not challenge him once down down the field, right? I don't recall. I think the None. longest the ball was in the air was what, twelve yards, I think is what I saw with next gen stats. I think Dalton threw two passes over ten yards in the air. I think that was the fun. And of course, he was 0 for 2. With an interception in the end zone <laughs> with one of them. I don't even think that was 10 yards, technically. That's oh. that. I think we were inside the 10, weren't we? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not, actually. Oh, I think we, we got, got the penalty. Yes. And then it got pushed back. Okay. <laughs> we were before the penalty. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> of course. I, I'll say something nice about Andy Dalton. He Go he's ahead. better. Th- he's better than Mitch. Okay. Do you think he's better? I think he's better than Mitch. Like he actually is an accurate passer. He seems to get it out of his hands quickly, which seemed to be something Chris Collinsworth also loved, uh, as far as I could tell. Like how quickly Andy Dalton was getting it out. He uh, he was uh, literally aroused by it. You could like yeah, hear he was hit, hit the zipper on his pants go low to the ground when he was talking about <laughs> it. Weird, uh, but. But Dalton's he's lame. I mean, there's there's nothing there's we've nothing seen to it. it. I mean, we've, we've seen, seen it. Andy. We've had Andy Dalton our entire adult life. This is what I've been thinking about the last two days. Yes, was he better than Mitch? Yes, Dan Doinks. If you were <laughs> if you were behind center on Sunday, I would have had more confidence in you than Mitch. Also, that's an exaggeration. But what I'm saying is that shouldn't be a compliment. That should not be a compliment. And and maybe I would grant him that compliment if there wasn't a guy behind him that I think may have had a better Sunday if he had the same amount of snaps. I can't prove it, but fuck, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a guy that could make an offensive line look better because he's mobile and could get out of trouble. I, I think, what was the stat? That Dalton was hit four times. All four times were sacks. So it's like anytime anybody was close, he can't get... he. And he was a little more mobile than I actually would have guessed. He did. He he was kind of smart. He he like gained three or four yards a couple times when I thought maybe he things would not when the the pocket was collapsing. He wasn't touched yet, but it was close. I I'm not saying like Matt Nagy will murder you if Justin Fields is not going to start week two because he's not going to start week two. So I'm not going to drive myself crazy like that. It's already been established. It's not happening. But Justin Fields should be starting week two. And you know what, Matt Nagy, you might look a lot smarter and your offense might look a lot better if Justin Fields was your quarterback instead of this stupid taffy pull of this fucking veteran. And I'm not even mad at Andy. It's not Andy Dalton's fault that he's Andy Dalton. It's fucking Matt Nagy's fault or Ryan Pace's fault that we're in this situation. It's just, it's so maddening after seeing rookie quarterbacks do well, including Justin Fields do well in a short period of time. Okay, I feel a little better. Dan, any thoughts on the quarterback situation? Well, I think our quarterback situation should be figured out on how shitty our defense is. If our defense is going to – if we're going to give up 30 – I don't even know what the final fucking score was, 34, 38, whatever, what do we – I don't know. I've already already erased it. I think. Yeah, whatever. So if we're – if he's a – 
a, a good coach that he thinks he is, he's going to he's going to look at the big picture and say, "Okay, our defense might suck. They're going right. to give up a lot of plays, a lot of big plays. We need to have an offense that hits home runs." Nobody looks at an offense and thinks, "You know who's a home run hitter? Andy Dalton." That's not that's not happening. He he does like a five step drop back, and there's the, the def, you know our, our, if our offensive line's shit, I, which I thought our O line was manageable. I didn't think yes. they were that bad. They weren't great, yes. but they weren't unbelievable. I'd love to talk about the left tackles in a minute. Yes, but but <laughs> we need JF one. I mean, why why is JF one coming in at all? And we're just I, I don't know what the game plan was there. Just to bring him in in spots here and there it wasn't fooling anybody. If you let him throw it deep, let him roll yeah. out and throw it deep, like use him for what he's good for. I mean, this was obviously the fucking problem. The Mitch is let him use his legs. The preseason seemed like JF one was doing that. Just put him in there. We, we need, we need to match. We need to match offenses here. Cause our defense isn't going to carry us. So we need home run hitters. We need to go vertical. We don't need to go sideline to fucking sideline. Oh, I am. I am absolutely terrified for when Tariq Cohen comes back because it's going to be nothing but negative one-yard passes. I don't even – it's going to be awful. It's going to be horrible. So we we need JF1 in there. It just is like, no – I mean, Andy Dalton was fine. If Andy fine. Dalton was our quarterback in 2018, we maybe win one playoff game. Correct. But Totally agree. Fine. He's just – he's lame. He's just lame, and it's he's slow, so you can load the box. You can put pressure on him because he's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. You know he's not throwing deep because of our stupid offensive scheme with our stupid boob of a coach calling plays. Just fucking <laughs> stop it. I mean, Nagy is so he's so fucking maddening. You know, I think I, I don't. I I meant to ch- to run this back. So we had uh, David Montgomery, great game by the way. That dude, that dude runs hard. What he we have forty one yard uh, gain on his first rush is that yes. uh, and immediately we threw a, a one yard pass to the sideline after that. You know what you don't do after you rip off a long run and you got your defense run in the full length of the field. You just hit him in the fucking mouth again. That's what you do. You don't you don't let him catch their breath with a fucking zero yard pass. Am I right on that? I wish I I, I meant oh. to look back at it, but it was it sounds a, right. Yeah, just fucking stupid. He's an idiot. Nagy's a fucking idiot. And I hope he really does go work at McDonald's sometime soon, which is the running joke today on Twitter that he's doing ads for McDonald's. Amazing timing on that, uh, releasing those ads. I thought it was a joke at first, but apparently it's very real. Yeah, it's fantastic timing. I absolutely love it. I hope that Matt Nagy is extraordinarily embarrassed. But I don't think he is because he's too stubborn, he's too cocky, he's too arrogant, and I hate him right now. But his job will be saved as soon as he puts Justin Fields in. Like that's That's the... And I'm okay with it. I, I would totally be fine with that. I think JF1 will make him look smart. Okay, great. I'll, I'll I'll happily be married to Matt Nagy the rest of my goddamn life if it means that Justin Fields is awesome. I have no problem well, what, with that whatsoever. What makes you th- What makes you think he's going to make JF1 better? I don't. He's no. He is not. So he is not. He is not. So but, JF1 needs to sorry, go in go and figure. Yeah, Justin. Justin. What's his middle name? I never remember it. Skyler. Justin Schuyler Fields needs to go in and figure it out himself, and I think he's a smart enough quarterback that he knows the limitations of his coaching staff and that he he can figure out the game himself. So we're stuck with Nagy, which is fucking stupid. 
I know. But Nagy, just just do the thing that's gonna help you win football games, and playing Justin Fields is it. Yeah. Why why are we? What are why we, are we doing? treating? Why are we treating are we like doing? a fucking child? Literally, like every every other fucking rookie quarterback played this weekend. Yeah. And started. Yeah. I know Trey Lance didn't start, but that's he threw a fucking touchdown. Yeah. Just fucking stop it. Yeah. Why is why are we the team that has to baby Justin Fields? It's fucking stupid, and I there's no reason for it. Just once again, Matt Nagy thinking he's the smartest guy in the room, and I I can't I legitimately can't watch his press conferences. So if he no. if I you mentioned I, things he was saying in the press, I I no. I'm not watching them because they make they make me upset. Yeah. No, I I did not include any of his stupid verbal ticks this episode because i didn't want to do it either i'm i'm yeah i'm I'm completely over it no i don't think that he will make jf1 better at all i think i think he will look better because jf1 is so goddamn good that we will be stuck with matt nagy because of that and i'm okay with that because that means jf1 is good which will probably mean that the bears are good i don't love it but that may be where it's headed whatever at this point i just want to see what it looks like i want to see something different i'm so sick of i think i saw on twitter somebody called andy dalton ginger chase daniel and that's absolutely that's and that's that's pretty good that's pretty good it is he's that kind of slightly undersized guy getting the ball out as quickly as he can that's not going to take you anywhere so no it's it's time baby no we're treating we're treating justin fields like he played division three and we've got to you know, we got to give him three. We're treating him like Jordan Love, basically. We would treat Jordan Love, guy from Utah right. State that you just you got to ramp up. It's going to take him a while, and as if he's backing up Aaron Rodgers, and it, that is not. He went to Ohio State and played for the fucking title last year. And the year before, he played in the in the semis. The fuck, he was the number two high school right. recruit. Like this is this is as elite as you get. It's it's Trevor Lawrence essentially. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we slow playing a guy who's as good as Trevor Lawrence? It's ridiculous. It's dumb. It's it makes no sense. And I it I don't know. It's gonna play itself out. We said that before last week. It, I'm out it's of just du- it's it's uh, yeah it's just dumb it just doesn't make any sense nobody agrees with Nagy I don't think there are some people I guess that still agree with Nagy but in stop it if you're gonna give me that's the O line is terrible that's even more reason to have JF one in there because he's mobile he can get away from a pre- from pressure he's got to learn he's not yes. learning anything right now by being behind. Andy by Dalton. Wa- yeah, by watching Andy Dalton. Just Andy Dalton, stop it. He's a, he's a fantastic backup. Let's make that happen. Right. Let's make that happen. Let's That'd make that great. happen. Yeah. I mean, should we talk about the left tackle situation? Yes. It looks a little shaky. Yes, yes, we should. One of the few chuckles I got during the game was watching Jason Peters' uh, supposed injury. Not, I wasn't laughing that he was hurt, but the way he got hurt was just the, the slowest fall to the ground on top of a guy, and he hurt his quad. It was, I mean, maybe he got hurt before that, but the the one that they ran back was, I mean, he is a very large human, so oh, yeah. I'm sure his muscles and his tendons and his organs are being worked to the max so it probably might not take much for an out of shape guy like himself to pull a quad but i loved every minute of it i was expecting him to be bent back or something to happen nope he just fell and got up and said i'm done it was great 
are we ever going to see him again? Or do you think? No way. I don't like, think so. <laughs> he's done. He's like, why? Why the hell did I say yes? He's so mad at his agent right now. <laughs> why did you talk me into this? I was yeah. fucking fishing, you asshole. Exactly. Uh, Larry Borum was a bit of a bummer, though. Like, he actually that was a bummer. He didn't. I, you know, I don't analyze offensive line tape i'm not i'm not gonna tell you that i do but uh he seemed to be holding his own it was fine yeah. for a rookie fifth rounder out of missouri missouri what's the word on him was there any no idea uh, no idea any updates yeah. okay this is why we're the number one bears <laughs> podcast in the nation tuesday tuesday evening we're recording and we have zero clue if he's actually injured if he's back if he's dead did he go back to missouri is that where he went to college i believe so is he on the periodic table nobody knows thank you for listening to zero doinks the number one podcast this side of the mississippi yes the mighty mississippi yeah i i have no idea uh he may be fine. Maybe he's starting on Sunday. We have no fucking clue. It was probably in Matt Nagy's press conference today that we refused to listen to. Uh, Golden Cock Award for the uninitiated, as Rick Fieldsman would say. On Zero Doinks, we have what is called the Cornish Hen Player of the Week. I'm showing Dan the trophy right now in the uh, camera. You call this a camera? <laughs> yeah, I see it. It's beautiful. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's gorgeous. Thank you to Grease Tank, Frank in Ohio, for uh, donating this to the show. Uh, our fans and eggs uh, vote with who is most deserving to win the Cornish Hen Player of the Week trophy, the Golden Cock, as we call it, because we are very stupid and juvenile. Dan, I believe you probably saw that the majority of the votes that came in were for the aforementioned David Montgomery um, I believe Ty in Ontario also had a vote for the New Orleans Saints, which I appreciate. <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. Um, wh- where would you go? Would you veto the David Montgomery call, or would you would you go with Monty Pylon? I think you got to go with Monty. I can't I can't veto that one. He he he's a hard worker, man. He runs his ass off. He's I feel yeah, I don't know. We we got to keep him healthy. I'm a little worried. He goes pretty hard out there. So I'm always a little scared when he's out there. But that dude's always falling forward, it seems like. He'll get hit, and he's falling in the right direction. Uh, David Montgomery, that's that's my cock of the week. Could we hear a little uh, Cornish hen talk now that we're back in the regular season? Oh, hello, everybody, Zero Dogs listeners. This is the Cornish Hen. Don't shoot me. Thanksgiving's around the corner. I am classy. I have a bow tie and a top hat. And I'm walking through the woods. Put your rifle away. Don't shoot. Congratulations, Monty. Zero Dogs. That was beautiful. Thank you, Bill. Uh, congrats, Monty. That was great. Uh, I'm sure you're thrilled to win the Golden Cock. First time? I feel like this can't be the first time he's won it. Did you keep tabs of who won it last year? No. Maybe Grease okay. Tank did, but I didn't. Yeah, know. Frank, help us out here. Uh, I got two more things. Uh, I don't know how, what else we have for the Rams, but le- just to wrap it up, I got two more things I want to talk about. They're positive. Uh, Khalil Herbert, good returner. Yeah. Great return. I yeah. like him. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? No, I... I thought I'd rather have him than Cordero Patterson, the greatest return guy of all time, for a million dollars, not a million dollars, like $10 million, what we would have had to pay his ass. So, yeah, I thought that was great. Great 
fantastic. Looks like he knows what he's doing. He has six toes on one of his feet, so maybe that helped get in a couple extra yards. I think that definitely helped. Uh, other, I'm staying with special teams here, another positive. We only punted one time on Sunday night, so our punt coverage didn't get exposed. So that's a mm. that's a positive. That's that's a that's a big positive from the preseason. <laughs> Absolutely, no. I mean, Andy Dalton was fantastic from forty yard line to forty far, forty yard line. He was fantastic. Yeah, so, he was we'll great. That he congrats, was great. congrats. We didn't even really talk passes. about how we didn't really talk about how terrible his interception was. Do we need to talk? Who gives a fuck? Let's move on. Fuck yeah. the Rams. Fuck, fuck the Rams. Rams. Fuck you guys. You suck. Your stadium looks pretty awesome, but fuck you guys. Absolutely. Let's. Um, should we walk through our next opponent next, or should we talk about the NF- the NFC North next in general? Let's, uh, yeah, let's t- let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up week one with the NFC okay. North talk. Okay, uh, we're tied for the lead. Start- we're tied for the division lead. We're we're tied for the lead. Packers. Uh oh my God, are they done or finished? Which one? Finito. Yeah, they were. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. I don't know if you watched any of it back no. at all. Um, neither did I. So another great <laughs> example of why we are the, <laughs> the greatest NFL podcast in all of the country. Uh, I, I'm i taking great pleasure in what happened, at least in week one. I saw somebody said if Aaron Rodgers dropped back and threw the ball directly into the ground, every pass play, you would have had a higher QBR rating. It would have been like a 39 QR, QBR rating. He had a 32, I believe. Great stat. Great next-gen stat on that one. I also love him losing to Jameis, who had five touchdowns, I believe. Yeah. Awesome all around. Yep. No, it's it's hard to be upset about the Packers getting their tits kicked in week one. Aaron Rodgers can't play in Florida. Stinks in Florida. The Saints were right. Yeah. I know. I was. I think we were both kind of ripping on Sean Payton, overthinking it going into that game. And yeah, great move, fantastic idea. Do it again. I think every everybody who's hosting the Packers this year should have their game in Florida. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, so Lions um, hosted the Niners. That game yeah. was Lions were down big and then came, made a comeback. They covered, didn't they? Yeah, they had the ball down eight. Driving to win the, or ties into overtime. How did that happen? I didn't watch I it. I have no idea. I sort of just checked out on that one completely. I'm like, oh, they, I think 49ers were up 28 at one point, something like that. I'm like, yeah, this game's over. Blowout city. And then I saw that they, the Alliance came back. I don't know. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, and then that maybe this is a good transition. Bengals, Vikings last week. I did watch that game. I watched it back today. Um, Vikings lose. Vikings suck. They suck. We knew that. Stop it. All those people talking about how good the Vikings are, shut your mouth. You want to talk about a sloppy, sloppy team? I jotted down how many. They had a shitload of penalties. They had they had 12 penalties, the Vikings, for 116 yards, and it could have been worse. It, right off the bat, right off the bat, first drive, I think they had four penalties. They were terrible. Kirk Cousins sucks. Sucks. Just terrible. 
Um, so I don't know. I wasn't sure what to make of that score. They, there was almost a tie, which would have been an amazing way to kick off week one. They went all the way to the end of overtime with the Cincinnati Bengals. But, um, yeah, Vikings suck. Everyone loses. We're tied for first. It feels great. Super Bowl City, USA. Yeah, let's talk about the Bengals, buddy. Let's walk us through Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, my God. Go get a COVID test for the love of God. Woo. All right, let's Allergies do it. Allergies are popping. Pop, 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 pop. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Billies are. Oh, my Jesus Christ, man. You stick something in your nose? Holy shit. All right. Bengals. Bengals talk. Bengals are 6-5 and five all time against the Bears. How have we only played the Bengals 11 times? Boomer Esiason. Okay, Boomer Esiason. Good call. All right, last time these two teams have played, December 10th, 2017 in Cincinnati. Bears win 33-7. to seven. That ended a five-game losing streak to, uh, to bring the Bears record to 4-9. and nine. That's cool. Apparently, the Bengals' defense was super banged up. They were missing Pac-Man Jones and Vontez Burfecht. Burfecht? How do you say that last name? I never know. That sounds right to me. Is he still Piece elite? of shit. He might be he dead. He can't be. He, no. He's a piece of shit. I feel like his last... Didn't he get thrown out of the league or something for an oh. illegal hit? I hope so. Do I have that wrong? I don't know. Am I just making that up? Did he sleep with Hawk Harrelson's wife? Maybe. All right. Yes. Uh, Andy Dalton threw his first interception in almost two months, ending a 193 attempt streak without an interception. So that was good. That was uh, good Andy Dalton days, I guess. Maybe. Who cares? <laughs> Mitch threw for 271 yards, one touchdown. Dalton had 141 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jordan Howard with 147 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Uh, Kyle Long went on the IR with an injured shoulder right before that. That was pretty much the annual Kyle Long goes on the IR move. So wow. that took I, me back. I had forgotten about that game until you mentioned Mitch played in it, and then I thought, yeah, I do remember. We beat the fuck out of him, but it didn't feel like yeah. it right away. Like all of a sudden we pulled away out of nowhere. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? All right, last time these teams played in Chicago, September 8th, 2013. Bears win 24-21. It was the home opener and Mark Tressman's debut. That was a part of a 3-0 start. Bengals were coming off their first ever back-to-back playoff appearance since the early 80s. So apparently they were thinking big things for the Bengals. Ah. Uh, Jay Cutler had 242 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Brandon Marshall, 104 yards, one touchdown. Andy Dalton had 282 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Peanut Tillman had two interceptions. A.J. Green with 162 yards receiving. Nothing else really of note. A.J. Green, Arizona? Arizona now, right? Yep. He's How been the dead mighty a few have years. Fallen. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, that's all I got for those two games. Uh, let's move on to the coaching staff here. Zach Taylor, Z-A-C. Don't like that. No. It's not how you spell Zach. No. Put a K at the end of that, you fuck. Yeah, come on, man. Grow up. Or an H. It's or his, an H. It's fine. Or, are you a Zach guy or a Zach guy? Hmm. Well, I, went, I went straight to K. 
So I guess I'm a ca- I'm a ca- guy. <laughs> Zechariah. All right. It's his third year with Cincinnati, 7-25 and 1 as their head coach. Uh, he was with the Rams 2 years prior. This was a, uh, he's a part of the run of Sean McVay only spits out high quality coaches. He was a QB coach with the Rams. Sort of a theme with a lot of these coaches. They had like no major experience before jumping on board. Um, Zach Taylor played quarterback for Nebraska in 2005 and 2006. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. I don't either. I think I just kind of blocked all that out. He started 26 games. Wow. He threw for 5,800 yards and 45 touchdowns. What? This sounds completely made up. I've, I've never heard of that. I didn't get duped on Wikipedia, did I? I don't remember that at all. I, I don't know. Uh, his father-in-law is Mike Sherman, the old coach. Weird. Mike Sherman. Random, yeah, right? Totally random. All right. Uh, defensive coordinator is a gentleman named Lou Anarumo. Anarumo? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. his third year with the Bengals. He was a defensive back coach for a number of years with Joe Tiller at Purdue. Um, his wife's name is Fran. Mm-hmm. You don't meet don't meet many Frans these days, right? Not a, you know a not lot of a lot. Mm. you don't I like know, meet a yeah. I know a male and a female Fran actually. Okay, okay. How do you feel about that? Francis is that mm-hmm. the male? Mm-hmm. Probably. But you don't meet a lot of like here. Here's my baby Fran. Right, right. It's like yeah, no. Francine. It'd be like. Yeah, be like, hey, here's here's my baby Rapunzel. Give her a smooch. <laughs> You're right. Give it's... her a smooch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just I don't know. That just caught my eye. Okay. Okay. Offensive coordinator is Brian Callahan. He's the son of Bill, ex Raiders coach. Uh, he was born in Champaign, Bill. How about that? Oh. I his old man. His yeah. His old man was coaching there in the early '80s. Does that sound right? Did you know that? I knew he was an assistant, yeah, and I don't know yeah. when. All right, all right. Whatever. Okay, that's all that needs to be said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's his third year with the Bengals. There wasn't much on him, but I went sort down sort of a wormhole with Bill Callahan. He went to Benedictine in Lyle and was uh, an All-American quarterback. How about that? It's in, it's in uh, your neck of the woods, eh? Yeah, a few moments away from the old house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, why it kills me. It hurt. That one right. hurt. That one hurt? Okay. Yeah. I expect your headset to just go flying off your <laughs> I head. I, yeah. One of these days, I want it to happen. I want it to be so violent that it just goes flying off your head. All right. Tight end coach uh, for the Bengals is a guy named James Casey. He played in the NFL from 2009 to 2015. He was actually drafted by the White Sox in 2003. And he played in the organization with minors until 2006. Hmm. Then he quit and went to Rice to play football and made his way to the NFL. How about that? Well, I kind of like him. Like, you know, All based right. off of that. Thought yeah. Might. Thought you might. Yeah. All right. I got, I got, <laughs> I got one more coach. Uh, linebacker coach Al Golden, the old Miami uh, Hurricanes head coach from 2011, 2015, wore the uh, tie. That's all I remember from him, yep. like baggy dress shirt and a yep. tie. Yep. Yeah. Maybe real sweaty, too. 
real sweaty. Yeah, that big white yeah. shirt and that stupid green and gold. Now green and orange tie, not gold. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I don't think he was a very good head coach. Not a head good head coach, and you just look worse with that outfit on. Like you better win if you wear something stupid like yeah. that. You got to be on top. You got to be contending for a national championship. Otherwise, you're gonna. I, he probably. He probably could have lasted two more years if he didn't wear that shirt and tie combo. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Guy. Just made him look stupid. All right. Uh, the owner of the Bengals is uh, Michael Brown. Took over the team from his uh, old man Paul Brown after his dad's death in 1991. He um, he's the GM as well. He's like an owner. He's like a Jerry Jones type. He's the owner and GM. He played college football at Dartmouth. Uh, he's apparently not very well liked. I honestly don't know much about him, but his Wikipedia page is just all about how much people hate him. Like the community hates him. He's apparently bullied the city into giving him funds for the stadium. Uh, he's gotten a lot of shit about making terrible, being a terrible GM and not giving up that power. He doesn't, he, he doesn't seem very well liked. That's all I'll say. Do you know him? You know, I certainly have heard of the family as a family-owned business, very McCaskey-like, right? Could you imagine if Virginia McCaskey was in George were our co-GMs? That would oh. be unbelievable. Actually, is would... George, George might pretty much be our GM, and we just don't know. Yeah, him. yeah, pretty much. And Ted Phillips, fuck you, man. Really bothers me that... Uh... His last name's, their last name's Brown, and they don't own the Browns. Hmm. That bugs me. Like, it confuses me. I'm like, mm-hmm. another Ohio team. Brown is the last name, but they don't own the Browns. Does that bother anybody else, or is that just me? It's distracting, I will say. When when I hear Paul Brown, I picture the Cleveland Browns. I do. Browns. I, I'm also quite stupid, so yeah, I'm same. just going to put that out there. No, there's nobody's disputing that with you and I both. Uh, okay, the only other the executive VP is Katie Blackburn, who's Michael Brown's daughter. It sounds like she might also be a pseudo-GM, making GM decisions. She's an expert in negotiations. I don't know. It just seems like the Brown family should be staying out of GM decisions, but uh, I don't know. They they seem okay. They seemed mm-hmm. all right. They, they got a, maybe a middling team right now. Yeah, they probably have more reason for optimism than we do. You know what? I yeah. I forgot to mention, Dan, just kind of going back just half a step. What makes it so confusing that the Browns have a Bengal association is that I don't know if you have seen any recent headlines, but Fran Bengal bought the Browns recently. So that's what makes it so confusing. <laughs> What a bitch or asshole. I don't I don't know. Male or female? Or is it an actual bangle? Oh, that's a good question. Uh undecided, I think. Undecided. Okay. Yes. They them uh pronouns then. All right. Indeed. That's all I got for that. No Illini or gophers mm-hmm. on the team. Uh just in general, the Bengals, I think. I think the Bears defense, like if we can't get some pressure on this old line, then we're we're definitely fucked. Jamar <laughs> Chase actually had a he had a good game. He looked yeah. he looked pretty good. I mean, he just had a few big plays, but Joe Burrow seems like a pro. He's got his shit together. Joe Mixon had a huge game. 
Bengals defense doesn't seem like anything special. It's a good week to play JF1. I'm going to say that every week. It's a good week to play JF1. Yeah, let's make it happen. And there's that kind of weird connection between Joe Burrow and JF1 from college, too, which is interesting. Yeah, it's so. It's funny how the world works. You know, you got Andy Dalton with the revenge game. You got Burrow, who left Ohio State, and JF1 ended up taking that job. A year later, Burrow's the number one pick and wins the Heisman. JF1 came in third that year, I think, with your boy Jalen Hurts stuffed right yep. in the middle of that Heisman ballot. So it's uh, it's just, it's another reminder that JF1 is fucking awesome, though. Also, awesome. like, another reason, again, uh, Andy Dalton, go to the bench, baby, go to the bench. JF1, it's your time. It's your time, baby. It's your time. Uh, do we want to talk about the NFC North games happening this weekend? Just do sure. that quickly to wrap this yes. motherfucker up. Yes. All right, Sunday at 3, we have the Vikings uh, at Arizona. Yeah, 3 o'clock kick. Vikings are plus 3.5. Dogs on the road against the Cardinals. The Cardinals who beat the shit out of the Titans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like I like well, oh. I we're not in hams and bread yet. True. I won't tell you what I like. That's fine. But it's the Cardinals. Oh and two Vikings. Oh and two Vikings. And uh, um other game, only other NFC North, two NFC North teams, Lions, uh at the Packers. Uh Monday night. Why are the Lions on Monday night? Just stop it. Stop it. Who who decided that? Dan Campbell. Why? That's fucking dumb. Like, get the Lions off of Monday night. Uh, Packers are given 11 and a half, uh, just 11, I think. 11 points, Monday night football. God, that would be great if the Packers lost. Oh, that'd be a dream come true. Rodgers, the following. Yeah, Rodgers would be on a Jason Peters fishing boat the following week because he <laughs> would be done. He'd be like, I'm out of here. Fuck you guys. I don't know. That would be good. At least if it's close. If it's somehow close and Rogers sucks again, I just want to see Packer World burn, baby. That'd be fine with me as long as the Bears World is also not simultaneously burning, so they better get a dub. We will talk all about the Bears-Bengals line from a gambling perspective coming up next on Hams and Bread with a big chunk of Hams and Spreads right in the middle or the beginning. Dan... Thank you for walking us through Cincinnati. I've never met a Fran. I will never play for Newcastle. I want to play for Everton. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go. Kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Hams bread. Pick three. Printing money. Pick of the week. Ooh, America's favorite gambling segment. Or is it called investments? Let's hear from our resident whale, sharp, and shark, Rick Fieldsman, who went one and two this past weekend off to a hot start. Rick, take it from here, 
buddy. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Hams and Spreads, featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, Twinkers, we are back. This is Rick Fieldsman coming off the best week one I've had in a very long time, at least a year. NFL is back. Rick Fieldsman hot hot picks are back. For those that missed last week, I went one and two. Printing money's pick of the week. You know that one hit, but one and two. We're getting our feet wet. Easiest sport of all time last week. Dissected that thing. Went seven and nine. That's what you can expect from Rick Fieldsman. Seven and nine, giving you a one and two hot hot picks, but that all changes. You know that Rick is going to have a winning record this week because what comes around goes around is what my pappy always said. And I am going 3-0. I looked at the board. I took 90 seconds to look at the board. I made all 16 picks for the week. I took the three hottest picks. I kept those for myself. I took the next three hottest picks, and that's what I'm giving you today. The hottest picks you'll hear on this podcast. Let's go ahead and get started. Hams and spreads, pick one. All right. You know what? We're going to go backwards. We're going to go Sunday, 3.05 p.m. off the, that winning two games. I'm about to tell you, all NFL, baby. You know I'm all in on the NFL. Oh, my gosh. I have the hottest picks right now. Minnesota Vikings versus Arizona Cardinals. I, I watched this Vikings-Bengals uh, uh, game. Terrible teams. Absolutely atrocious teams. Arizona Cardinals, they are the real deal, baby. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. You know we're going Arizona Cardinals. Three-and-a-half-point favorites right now. It's minus 115, so that might move to four. They're going to win by five. You take the Cardinals for that afternoon game. Let's go to the next pick. Hands and spreads pick two. <laughs> forgot what I was doing there for a second. Sunday at noon, 49ers versus the Eagles. The 49ers let the Lions score 30 points, 20-some point. Crazy. 49ers, super overrated. Yeah, they scored 40 points, but that was against the Lions. Eagles are three-and-a-half-point dogs. I hate the Eagles. I love the Eagles versus the 49ers. For the record, hate the Eagles, love them in this pick, absolutely going plus three and a half. I hope they lose, I hope they lose by a point, and I hope they're crying themselves off the field. Let's go to the last pick. Hands and spreads, pick three, printing monies, pick of the week. Oh, Rick Fields, man, I set myself a goal. I was going to get sponsored all 17 weeks of the season Week two, sponsorship fell through. It's not happening today, but we'll be back. But what is back is this hottest printing money's pick of the week. Sunday at noon, we got the Bears versus the Bengals. The Bears looked excellent. Finally, the quarterback controversy is over, and Andy Dalton is our man. I knew it from the start. Andy's going to lead us to the promised land. 
Bears right now are three-point favorites at plus 100, so that's going to move to three and a half. But I am absolutely riding the Bears versus the Bengals. The Bengals are so bad. They How did they let this game almost get to the Vikings? It doesn't matter. The Bears are going to be so hot. Oh, old two-step drop Dalton and release. Oh, man, that's what they called him back in high school. Chicago Bears are going to be the pick to go. And there we have it. A little abbreviated this week. Getting some texties during this one. But you know what? Week 2, NFL, I watched football for 9 hours Sunday. I did not see any family, nor have I shown an interest. Not really sure where they are these days. But I will be back watching Sunday with these hot picks. I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Oh, that was unexpected. Any initial thoughts, Dan? Uh, he's going to do better than one and two. I feel like, I feel like Rick and I had some conflicting uh, picks last week. Did I go two and one then? Is that what that means? <laughs> I don't know. Time will tell. Or I could just go back and listen to it all. I don't remember. I love it. Rick's back. Rick's back in regular season form. It's only up uphill from here. Uphill, downhill. Downhill from here. I don't know. Not big with English at all. It seems negative to go downhill from one and two. I think he may have to fire himself. We don't want that to happen. Rick is our expert he will always be with us. He's with us in our heart every week and in your Zero Doinks listeners. We love him. Oh, uh, all right. We want to talk about some spreads. Spread them. Yes, we do. What's the line in Bears v. Bengals this Sunday, Dan? All right. Well, in my preparation yesterday, I hope the line hasn't changed because I haven't updated my notes. Bears are this Sunday at noon in the city of Chicago, beautiful, most beautiful city in the world. Everybody's yes. saying that. Yes. Bears are minus three. Getting the home bump. Is that still the line? Has it changed? Yes. Do you know? Okay. Over under is 45 and a half. Bears are 0-1 against the spread, as we know. Bengals yeah. are 1-0 against the spread, as yeah. we know. Yeah. Over is 1-0 and for both teams. So the over hit last week for both teams. Bill, Bears minus three, Bengals plus three, over 45.5, under 45.5. What do you like, my friend? Well, the one thing I like more than everything there, thank you, thank you, Dan, for kicking it to me, for having me on. I'm your West Virginia egg. I can only assume this is what... This is what their accent sounds like. I've never met anybody from West Virginia, but thank you for listening in Charleston, West Virginia. Is that the is that the capital? That doesn't Morgantown. Right. Thank you. Nope, I don't know that that's right I don't either. Know either. I don't know either. Isn't that where West Virginia University Bingo. is? University of West Virginia, Mountaineers. Yeah. Kevin like Pitsnoggle. Sports. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed uh hell of a run they had to the elite eight in 2005 um all right 
so I love the over in this one. Absolutely love it, which makes me nervous. We talked about it last week. Do you go against your initial instincts? <laughs> because we're not that great. Again, do not take these to the bank. Literally, do take it figuratively, though, because there is no bank that will take your fake money. Um, I love the over, and I like the Bengals plus three. Dan, what about you? I think we agreed with each other last oh, week as shit. well, and I think I like the same. I like, yeah, I like the Bengals. There's no way the Bears. You should take the Bears yet, given any one point right now. Uh, and I like the over because that defense is sucks. Yes. Yeah, he was talking about putting your brain in a pretzel and which side are you really taking. I think I said I mentioned I like the Cowboys on Thursday Night Football, and I Correct. think you basically told me to absolutely go get fucked. They did <laughs> yes. cover. And I you I felt like you shamed me out of actually betting on them. I believe I also took the Texans at home because I said it was going to be their only win of the season. I Wait, think I was you, I supported you. I supported you 100. That one you were in on. Yeah, All right. Yeah. I was, I was talking in. to somebody. Uh, actually, I was talking to somebody else who I said I think I want to take them in a survivor pool because I'll never get a chance to take them. He basically oh. told me I'm the dumbest person in America, so I didn't do it. <laughs> so I'm a mess right now. I don't yeah. know what's up, what's down. I don't know what I believe in anymore. But So I'm taking, yeah, I would take the Bengals plus three. I actually don't like either side of it. I do love the over like yourself. So Fade the tease it, guys. Maybe yeah. tease it. Oh, Maybe yeah, tease it. Mm-hmm. How about Bengals plus 10? Uh, get that over under down under 40. You're, yeah, you'll be in good shape. I think that's a winner right there. Dan, I neglected to ask you last segment or in the intro, and I had notes to ask you this. Are you going to be joining a sold-out Soldier Field for the first time since, obviously, 2019? Are you going to be there? Are you going to be looking for the barrel? Tell me you're going to be there. Yes, I will be there. Yes, I will be looking for the barrel. I'm very excited. I'm very yes. nervous. Uh, sorry about the burp. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be in the house. Yes. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm going to be honest. I might cry a little bit. I might yeah. squirt some tears. I'm that excited to be in the house, laying my eyes on that terrible green grass. Thank you, Chicago <laughs> Park District. And... I think there's going to be a bit of booing for Matt Nagy, I think, on Sunday. But I will be there, and I will probably boo as well. Maybe I'll be alone. I don't care. I'm in. Doesn't matter. Just get there, get there, and get there some more. Yeah, I I do find it interesting. This will be the first time that Nagy is pretty much facing a crowd that hates him. You know, it, it would have happened uh, yeah. last year. He would have got his ass booed. Andy Andy Dalton is going to get his ass booed so hard. He did in the preseason. Can you imagine what's no. going to happen after his first three and out on on Sunday, which he did avoid this past weekend? Again, we'll give him a little bit of credit. All right, didn't mean to take us off the rails here, but I just want to know if our buddy Dan Doinks was going to be in the house for the first time in years. I think the booing at uh, Andy the booing won't be at Andy Dalton. It will be at Matt Nagy. So yeah. I think that's where. Typical Matt Nagy fashion, he will probably hide behind Andy Dalton in the booze like he does with hiring a bunch of offensive assistants. He's uh, He needs a bunch of ricochet guys to take the bullets for him. Uh, but those boos will very much be for you, Matt Nagy. You're a boob. You're a tit. You're a breast. You suck. Let Bill Lazor 
call the plays. You know times are dark when you want Bill Lazor calling plays for you. But I will be there. I'm excited. I will be slapping hams, even though they don't have them, in the stadium. I'll sneak them in. You should. Um, you going to be tailgating before? What's the pregame plan? Not sure yet. Not okay. sure yet. So I think South Lot. I'm hearing a rumor there might be South Lot hangout. I'll be out there more than likely. And I'll be drunk. What jersey are you going to wear? I think I got to go with JF1. My terrible uh, DH Gate JF1 <laughs> jersey with the tiny letters and number on the back. You got to let that you got to let that breathe a little bit, get a few chuckles out of it. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with that. So, yeah, okay. it's going to be great. I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited for you. I'm also excited to learn if any other games have caught your eye, Dan, in the Sunday slate. There are, Bill. There are, Bill. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, first one, I like the 49ers giving three and a half points to the Eagles. Uh, it's on the road. It's in Philly. I wonder if the 49ers, is this one of the deals where they don't go home? Would they do that? Where they just stay in Detroit or Philly practice? Oh. Maybe not this early in the season, but I like the Niners. I think this is – I can already tell the Niners are a team that I'm going to have a problem with betting all, every game all season. I think they're they sh- they're going to be awesome. They should be awesome. I don't know what the fuck happened this past Sunday, but they were blowing the fuck out of the Lions. I think this line should be higher. Even though the Eagles won, I think they're getting a little bit of a bump. I like the 49ers laying three and a half points on the road. Any thoughts on that, William? Yeah, I like Jalen Hurts at home. I don't like the 49ers two weeks in a row on the road. I think they're going to be exhausted. That's way too much hustle and bustle. And, uh, yeah, I like the Eagles. I would ride them. I would hump them. I would absolutely lay those three and a half. I don't know if I said that right, but take the Eagles. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yep. You definitely didn't say that right. All right. uh, Next game. Uh, We already mentioned this. Vikings are getting three and a half on the road at the Cardinals. I love the Cardinals on the road. But this is one where I, I think I'm in my own head. I'm going to take the Vikings, plus three and a half. Just grab it. They're maybe not as terrible as we thought. Maybe the Cardinals aren't as good as we think. Just take the points. That feels like it should be higher. Sucker bet. I'm taking the Vikings, plus three and a half. So I'm going opposite. I'm taking Kyler Murray. I'm taking number one. He's short. He's stout. He's unbelievable. He looked like a Sega Genesis player. That I'm going to age myself there with Madden 96. And uh, he looked unbelievable. I don't think it stops now. He's going to get uh, Rondell Moore even more involved this oh, Sunday fuck you. for you, Too Dan. soon. Too <laughs> and, soon. Uh, Cardinals win by 10. We're all happy, even if Dan lost a wager. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. I got one more game. Cowboys at the Chargers. Chargers are laying three points. That's too low. It should be higher. Chargers are going to blow, blow out the Cowboys. Everyone's a bit too excited after that Thursday night game. Honestly, the Cowboys could have gotten blown the fuck out. I think Goodwin, Godwin, Goodwin, he had like a big fumble. That that game, they should have not covered that spread. So I like the Chargers, minus three at home. Home opener for the Chargers. They also play at SoFi Stadium, right? They do, yeah. Okay, all right. I like the Chargers. You know, I I like the Cowboys here, Dan. I like the three. <laughs> I like the three. I think, you know, I, I think uh, what's-his-name Dak is going to be exhausted. 
um, which goes against what I'm saying. I totally understand that. But I think his exhaustion leads to an opportunity of actually getting Ezekiel Elliott involved for once. And I think they're just going to pound the rock against the Chargers on the road. I think the Chargers are living a little too high on the hog. I think the Cowboys know it's a must-win game, and you know what to do. Whenever Mike McCarthy is in a must-win situation, you support him and you ride him. Cowboys plus three are my pick. I love it. I love that this seems like it's going to be a theme all week. Uh, what other games do you like, Bill? Haven't looked at all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for checking in on me. Back to you, Dan. All right. So I think that's all I got. Is this the spot where we want to talk about Everton? Absolutely. Our Everton boys time? in blue. It's Everton time. It is. Let's talk about that game yesterday, Dan. Holy shit. Still undefeated, baby. Undefeated. Rafa Benitez has our boys playing real well right now. They went down 1-0, quickly tied it up, uh, and then just went on a fucking rampage of goals in the second half. Townsend, I think I'm pretty sure I got that right, had an yeah, absolute beautiful goal top shelf I think that's something you say in soccer maybe it's a hockey thing I don't know just an absolute beaut of a goal uh the well Michael Keen Keen I think his first name is Michael maybe not maybe I'm thinking of Mike great band uh everyone hates him he stinks at soccer but he had a goal just beautiful Everton is on a fucking roll they are fourth right now on the table on top of the table what's the table thing I think they're on top of the table. They're not on top of the table because I think that would be first place, right? So yeah, you're right. Okay. But they're way up there. They are they are the spoon next to the bowl. That's how close they are to being to the top of the table. Yeah, and so, uh, so our boys are rolling right now. I don't know what it's like to see Everton lose. I don't know that I'll ever experience that in my life. Still waiting on my jersey from DH Gate. Come on, it's been way too long. It's been we're past the period when they said it would come. I'm excited. Our boys play on the road this Saturday morning, 11.30. I feel like it's a little later this weekend. I don't okay. know. They play Aston Villa. Oh. I believe they call it Villa Park. Oh. Where they play, not to be confused with the suburb Villa Park. Who's that? Whose team is that? Which, which uh, mm. is that Darren's team? Someone, oh, yeah. someone in our world is a yeah. I I'm, I be. apologize for not knowing that off the top of my head, but whichever one you are, we fucking hate you this week. No, we don't. No, but we hate your team because our boys in blue are fantastic. Here are my quick uh, takeaways. Uh, yeah, Townsend on a free, an unbelievable moment. Uh, gray for less than two million euro are you kidding me are you rafa's, fucking kidding me rafa's bargain buys are paying off those are my takeaways they are my original thoughts they are not at all brother dave's thoughts on our <laughs> fans next chat that i just quoted verbatim <laughs> back to you dan yeah i'm excited i love it i love every second of it uh more ads for salami bites though that always catches my eye yeah. i don't i still don't get it I'm sorry. I don't. It doesn't make me want to go out and get salami bites. I don't know what you want me to do with those. They look real puffy too. They don't look. They shouldn't look like that. But I'm in. I'm. I'm all in on Everton. I'm a huge fan. If they ever lose, 
which I yeah. doubt will happen in no. my lifetime, no. I'm going to be crushed. I'm going to be fucking crushed. Yeah, I know. I, you know, it hurt when we were young as big Everton fans when right. they went through their struggles and all, but that is so, that's so in the past. And so I, in the past. I've, yeah, I've, I've blacked it out. Yeah, it's, these are new days. It's a new dawn. Mike in England, things have absolutely changed since we officially made, you know, our lifelong loyalty to Everton public. And Rick mm-hmm. Fieldsman's on board. A uh, quick note about DHgate. My order that uh, I placed about a month ago recently canceled. So I need to start from scratch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I bet I paid for it, though. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You're not getting that money back. My no. jersey's in, in it. I believe it's in the U.S. That's as, that's as much as I know. Okay. Because you don't speak US. Mandarin. I don't. I don't. I've tried to translate uh it was not helpful at all uh we so do we get credit towards everton with uh, everton's success here i think yeah. that's fair they've never lost since we they publicly haven't. displayed our love they've not, lo- they they have not. lost Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and they're not going to start this weekend even though no. they're uh they're dogs this weekend but yeah what is the line do you have it in front of you Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. What a, what a, what a yeah, dick move that no, was. No, let's by do me. it. They're, I'm going to guess uh, the line. I'm going to guess the line. They're plus, okay. I'm going to guess they're plus 350 uh, regular time. And I'm going to guess that the villa is plus 110. And okay, a draw you were cl- is plus 250. Okay, so uh, villa is, is that just what we call them? We just call them villa? That's what I call him because I can't okay. remember the first part. Villa, uh, Aston Kutcher Villa. No, I don't want to bet on West Ham. Jesus Christ. God, I just no. drink hams. Jesus Christ. I no way. I want to bet on I, East Salami. Yeah, sorry. I got f- just fat finger in uh, DraftKings here. Uh, Villa is plus 145. Everton is plus 205. A draw is plus 230. Mm. That's. That I mean, that's just, that's just free money. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I like Everton minus one and a half goals is plus 600. That's my click to pick. That's They're going to win by five. They're going to win by five. Um, Richard Keen, what is he to score? He's got to be, uh, it's got to be like minus 150 because he's on fire. Richard Keen was also a shooting guard for the Illini in the 90s. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't have any. I that's don't have fine. any uh, that's fine. goal scorers here in front of me. Ooh, there's. Uh, do you want the uh, Asian handicap here? No, I don't. Asian total? No, no. I, I'm so burned from a big mistake that I made. Bored with a little bit of money in the old in the old budget in the old balance sheet on trap kings god damn can it. you explain to me what an asian handicap is no are they different lines cannot. no idea i i don't know How, I don't why know. did you bet it why it was, was it was it the only mistake? live option it was the only live oh. it was either you pick the winner and i should have done that i was i was every ounce of my being was saying take the u.s to win and I said, no, it's here's my first opportunity to bet corner kicks. You know, I got to do it. It's on brand. So I did. And I thought I won. But apparently my timing was off. And I would have won the prior corner kick wager 
I'm still confused. I'm still very dissatisfied by the milk toast response from DraftKings that basically just sent me a link. They didn't acknowledge whether or not the fifth or sixth <laughs> corner was the U.S. <laughs> or Honduras. It was the U.S. Honduras uh, Kanakoff or whatever the fuck tournament. I'm so confused by all these World Cup qualifiers. That's a whole other subject. Same. It's a whole other podcast that we'll start called Under the Corners with Rick Fieldsman. That was one of his original ideas. Um, but uh, no, I... I'm an idiot because I lost $26 and I thought I had won 46 Fuck you, DraftKings. What? <laughs> Fuck you, DraftKings. While we're on soccer right now, football. Yes. yes. You wa- Do you watch Ted Lasso? I'm so glad you just brought that up. I just started. I am in episode six or seven of season one. I don't think I've ever liked a show more in my life of any genre Honest to God, I love it so much. I can't stop thinking about it. I want to be him. I want to be on his team. I want to own his team. I want all of the things. I. What about you? Have you? Tell me, I'm not alone here. No, I also recently jumped on the bandwagon. I'm caught up now. We started it probably like a month ago. An amazing show. But I also makes me wonder. Do real like European soccer fans hate it because mm. it's so unrealistic? But it, I feel like in a weird way, it also validates my feelings that I could hide on a soccer field if a a football coach, American football coach from Wichita State, can go to London. Yes, London, right? Is that I where the team's based out of? Seems like it. The buildings are uh, too nice to be anywhere yeah, else. No offense, Mike. Yeah. No, (laughs) but I feel like if he can just sort of hang in there coaching a soccer team, I feel like I could hide on an EPL team. Yeah. I I just feel like that validates my feelings on all of it. Is that weird? No, no. I've thought about, I've thought about hams and spreads a lot uh, while watching the first six episodes. Actually, it kind of, it it makes me chuckle (laughs) a fair amount. I would think that it must come across as extremely patronizing. If you're a big soccer fan, it really must. Like, it really, like, arrogant asshole Americans just think that they could do anything. I love the journalist um, with the long hair that, spoiler alert, he took to dinner, Ted Lasso, when he was doing a profile on him. One of my favorite characters. Obviously, Nathan is, takes the cake. Good old Nate. Oh, fan. Oh, God damn it. What a great show. Great show, great show. And Jason yeah. Sudeikis, I know that dude can act, and not just his He's stupid awesome. accent. He like he makes you feel. He make he moves you. He moves you. Great, great show. Glad we talked about it. Everton, bet them. They're never gonna lose. They're never gonna lose. No, I don't. I'm. So, I, you're welcome. Lifelong Everton fans. Yeah, you're welcome. We saved the day. We saved the fucking day. You're welcome, guys. Quick question: What happens if they finish in the top two? Is there like a championship game? <laughs> do we know, or do you just win the regular season standings and you're you're awarded a trophy? Do we know what happens? I think we need to email your DraftKings representative <laughs> to find out what happens in real life EPL rules. Yeah. I don't think Is there they a playoff have... of any sort. No. I don't believe so. I think it's okay. just the final standings. 
That seems could, anti-climatic. Could be or is it just right? I don't hate it. I mean, I every hate, game If matters. our boys win, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know, Bill. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't even have a good lie for it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Brother Dave and the rest of our boys... <laughs> Obviously, have have some chuckles at our expense, <laughs> but I legit I legit don't know the answer to that either. I feel I still, like there's got to be one more game. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I also, you know, we were talking about ask asking the question if real like European soccer fans hate Ted Lasso. Do mm-hmm. real soccer fans hate this segment? I think we've brought this up before, mm-hmm. where we state how we're the biggest Everton fans ever. We are. <laughs> There's got to be, if if anyone's actually a, a diehard fan, they got to be like, fuck these guys. They're probably just skipping over this anyway, but I don't, yeah. I don't apologize to any of you. You're welcome, Everton, for saving your franchise. Absolutely. Cannot wait to design my new kit on dhgate.com and have it promptly declined within two weeks <laughs> from... I need I need your seller, Dan. I need your seller because I need this guy to follow through because I've got some great ideas. I mean, I have not received it yet, so I'm not giving. I'm not making any recommendations. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk offline. Sounds good. This has been Hams and Bread, America's favorite gambling segment that loves to touch on Everton football. Dan, thank you for bringing me all the lines, and thank you, Rick Fieldsman, for spreading them. In front of our national audience, international audience, you might say, Zerdogs. Rick Fieldsman is my dad. Hey guys, it's season three. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. What, what, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Follow us. Do you have a bear? that you fantasize about every Sunday, so do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Bears Fantasy Corner. Oh my God, there's so many bears you could play. You're going to win all your leagues. You're daily fantasy fucking shit don't play that stuff well if you do i don't know do people still play that bill i don't know i doubt it i doubt maybe it. maybe same yeah. game parlay this this may work with same game same same what did i just say same game parlay either way don't shoost me okay we're right in the thick of bears fantasy corner this is our corner stay off of it this is where we sell drugs and hot hot fantasy picks all right top performers of the week you want to take a stab at it Mm, aaron Rodgers. (laughs) nope (laughs) only if he threw it directly on the ground every time he dropped back all right top performers of the week kyler murray 44 points patrick mahomes 43 points and mr e to w himself Jameis winston 41 fantasy points 
I forgot to reiterate, this is fantasy points based off our league that Bill and I have been in for nearly 20 years. If you have a problem with the points system, go fuck yourself. Just do it. Yeah. That's it. Any thoughts on Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Jameis Winston being top performers of the week, Bill? Uh, My main thought is we have a quarterback heavy point system. Back to you, Dan. Okay, great. Either way, however, your quarterbacks me at the top there. All right. Uh, it's back. Everyone's been asking for it. Uh, the Taysom Hill Trash Performers of the Week presented by Glad. Thank you, Glad, for sponsoring yet again. Uh, I just realized I forgot to look up Taysom Hill's fantasy points for this week, so I'm still I'm still getting the swing of it. All right, Trash Performers of the Week. We have two. We have two negative players. The first one is Ramondre Stevenson from the Indianapolis Colts wide receiver negative point six five points okay good job and then Ronald Jones of the Buccaneers he had a horrible game apparently he was negative point six points last Thursday night against your Dallas Cowboys uh any thoughts on those Bill I don't but I did just look up Taysom Hill's fantasy day oh okay uh, great against the Packers he had point five fantasy points he was one for one for three yards. That's trash. Yes. He's trash. Put him in a trash bag. A glad trash bag. Thank you guys for sponsoring yet again. Taysom Hill, you suck. You make too much money. That's it, Bill, for the fantasy performers last week. I want to know. Oh, wait, wait. We got to talk about last week. Mm. I had Jimmy Graham. You had Cairo Santos, which was an amazing move on your part to take a kicker when we don't have kickers in our fantasy league. So I have no idea how many points he had. I assume it was more than Jimmy Graham. He had two points. Two points? Yeah. Jimmy Graham or Santos? No, Santos. Two extra points. Two points. Oh, okay. Does that change where your head's at? I think you win. No, I think you win. I don't know. Frank, can you sort this out, Frank? Is he keeping tabs this year? I think he said he might. Yeah. Frank, can you just decide who wins? I, I'm pretty sure that Bill did. So with that, Bill, uh, do you mind if I go first this week since do you it. won last week? All right. Here's my fantasy player this week. Uh, this guy's going to have 85 yards receiving, three touchdowns, all from JF1. I don't know how JF1's getting in there, but he is. We're going to take Marquise Goodwin. That's my click to pick this week. Stick it, lick it, love it, row, 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 shove, 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 Bears fantasy play this week. Bill, who do you have? So I'm going on a similar note, but I am going with a different player. He's a guy that was basically invisible on Sunday night. I was fearing that you were going to go with him here. You might want to use this guy down the field. His name is Darnell Mooney. He will have three catches for three touchdowns, 69 yards in total, all of them from the wonderful hand and arm of JF1. I will be 2-0, and and we will rejoice a Bears victory by two because the Bengals will still cover. I like that we both have JF1 throwing multiple touchdowns, yet neither one of us took him. So uh, we might not be good at this, but I like both picks. I love both of them. Those are hot, hot plays. Love it. That also means we love the over as well, which we said, but we didn't like the Bears, so there's going to be lots of points. Love it, live it, love it, live it, stick it, love it, lick it. Click it, tick it. (laughs) Or get a ticket, right? Stick it or get a ticket, I think, is the big thing in Illinois. State of Illinois. 
That's right. Uh, Jimmy Graham. I know he had one catch. Uh, he was really boxing out Jalen Ramsey, looking like a tough guy. Yep. That was, I don't know if you saw on the Bears' Instagram this week, Dan, that was his career number 700th reception. Great. Okay. Right? Why are you I'm celebrating o- that Bears' yeah. Instagram? Why? Ew. No. It's not like they were with the, not many of them were with the Bears. No. no. Okay. No. Gross. Get in your Cessna. And get the fuck <laughs> off our roster, Jimmy Graham. Uh, what a what a dick. Uh, John Lithgow, have we confirmed whether or not he is alive or not? So we know. Yeah, he's alive. He's still with okay. us. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forgot he... he was a sponsor for Bears yeah. Fantasy Corner. Uh, yeah, still alive. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Um, all right. Well, this has been Bears Fantasy Corner. You came here for the hot, hot picks and... Looking forward to getting all of your angry emails after you lose. Apologies, and you're welcome, and we love you. Harry and the Hendersons. Harry is a huge hog. Thank you so much. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Do you have an Illini that you fantasize about every Saturday? You're coming to the right place. It is the Big Ten Minute. We are going to talk about the leader of the Big Ten West, your Illinois Fighting Illini. They are 1-0 in the Big Ten, and they are playing this Friday. They are hosting Maryland under the lights on what I assume is the Big Ten Network. I assume that there are the top of the line uh, play-by-play guy, color analysis, and the top shelf uh, sideline reporter. I don't know if they still do that. I uh, don't know what the line is because we're in Illinois and we're not allowed to wager on such things, and I'm too lazy to look it up elsewhere. Uh, a couple key points here as you wonder if Illinois can continue their undefeated run in the Big Ten. Uh, like I said, they play the Maryland Terrapins. Mike Loxley is the head coach for Maryland. He used to be the offensive coordinator for Illinois during the Rose Bowl run. He was under the tutelage of head coach Ron Zook at the time. Ron Zook is now on the coaching staff for Maryland, so he makes his return to what? Memorial really? Stadium on Friday. Oh. Yes, this is all factual, weird. totally weird. Um, highlights for Illinois, quarterback Brandon and all of his Peters return. Hopefully his oh. shoulder is okay. Good news is it was his non-throwing shoulder. He is back, uh, the number one running back for Illinois is back. Hopefully they continue their undefeated run through the Big Ten in 2021. Dan, Back to you. We're just talking exclusively about Big Ten games uh, for the Big Ten Minute. Back to you, Dan. Uh, all right. What, why don't you guess the Illini line? I have I have it. You have it I want up? You to guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess Illinois is plus eight and a half. Ooh, so close. Seven and a half. Okay. You're getting seven and a half at home. You're you're taking the Illini. I'm not even going to ask oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're hammering no that. Yeah. Ron, what is Zook, what is Zook doing with this on the staff? Is it's like special assistant. He's probably like something that allows them to recruit. I'm sure that's about it. Man, he's been floating around with jobs like that for forever. Mm. Holy shit! Good for him. Just making free monies everywhere. 
Got a case of the funds. Yes. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Gophers quickly. We don't need, need to make this a Big Ten 25-minute like we did last week. <laughs> <laughs> Gophers win a close game last week against Miami of Ohio. They win 31-26. Uh, O-line still looks great. Trey Potts, I think it's Trey. I don't know why it's blanking right now on his first name. 178 yards on the ground. Um, Morgan threw 17 times for 112 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Gophers should be beating the shit out of Miami of Ohio. They're not doing that. That's a problem. They play this Saturday at Colorado, noon kickoff. Gophers opened up as a one-point favorite, which was a little weird. They're now plus two, over-unders 50. Colorado's coming off a 10-7 to loss at home against Texas A&M. Yep. Close game. You knew that. You're shaking your head yes. Yeah, they blew it. I put a live wager on Colorado. Oh, did you? I, I cursed them, yeah. Is Colorado good? I, no. I don't no. no. They don't look very good. Their defense looks good. Their offense okay. looks horrible. Their quarterback sucks. Okay, so I think you're going to take the under on this game, under 50. Um, yeah, Gophers plus two on the road. I don't feel great about it. God, they hung in there with Ohio State, which people are saying now that there's that Ohio State loss this past weekend looks uh, just worse and worse for the Gophers. That's really all that matters. <laughs> yeah, big time games uh, are yeah. all that matters. Yeah. yeah, that's all that matters. Gophers, uh, yeah, just take yeah, take the Gophers. Gophers in the under, that's the play. Uh, a few other games. This, well, let's talk last weekend. Biggest game last weekend was probably mm-hmm. Iowa, right? Iowa. Yeah. Uh, yet another one where where I I got shamed out of taking Iowa because yep. I think you told me to shove it. Other people yes. told me to shove it. Yes. I said I like them at least to be play it close. They beat the shit out of Iowa State yep. on the road. That's pretty impressive. Iowa I think's a problem. Yeah, I would normally agree, but that's not a Big Ten game, so <laughs> it. So I don't know. I don't know what to what to make of it. I know they're in the top five now technically, but. It's exhibition. That's that's preseason football. We all know that you throw out the records once the, the true Big Ten season starts. So uh, Tim and Iowa prove it against teams that are not from the state of Indiana. That doesn't really count. I know you beat them. It's a Big Ten game, but that's Indiana. Indiana football, yeah, that doesn't count either. Back to all right, you. actually, that's a good transition. Let's talk about games this weekend. Indiana is actually hosting Cincinnati. Cincinnati's ranked number seven in the country. Uh, 11 a.m. kickoff. Indiana is getting three and a half points at home. Ooh. Why? I I don't believe in Indiana. Nobody should. I'd no. hammer Cincinnati all day. Oh, yeah. Luke Fickle, the uh, rumored next coach of the USC Trojans, right? He It's basically oh, is that right? to turn down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just figured Urban Meyer was going there. There's a lot of rumors <laughs> that he wants out already, right? So he should. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck he that hit stand guy, him. Dude. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh Nebraska at Oklahoma this weekend, Saturday morning. Oklahoma's laying twenty two points. Uh <laughs> I could see Nebraska winning by fifty easily. Nope. Sorry, not Nebraska. Oklahoma. Sorry. Sooners. Sooners. Yeah. Take Sooners. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I'm with you, Dan. I'm not going to go against you. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's shocking. All right. We have uh, Purdue at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's laying seven points at home. 
Purdue can score points. They had a they put up a shitload this weekend against UConn. I assume that was just against uh, UConn's basketball team. Yes, Khalil Elamine, right? What, or who's the guy Khalid from Minnesota? Khalid Elamine. Khalid Elamine. Yes. Yes. The the fat point guard. Great guy. Should, yeah, should have been a Gopher. Was a Chicago Bull. So we'll yep. give him fifty percent credit. UConn is the worst team in Division One football, though. That's the thing. So, oh, is that, that right? I was I was told by Rick Fieldsman it's UCLA. That's not right. <laughs> That's that's a quote that I hope they run the table. I really do. I hope UCLA is in the college playoff. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Notre Dame squeaked by Toledo. They squeaked by Florida State, who lost to Jacksonville State. Didn't know yep. that was a real school. So I would reluctantly bang the Boilers just because they have to be better than Toledo, right? Don't they? Yeah, agreed. I would. I like Purdue. I actually might sprinkle a little money line on that. I could see that. I could. That would be kind of awesome. Uh, speaking of that, Jackson. What was it? Jacksonville State. Jackson State. So. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to see the old lineman for the Seminoles who proposed to his girlfriend as they're celebrating on the field? What yes. was that guy thinking? Read the room. <laughs> Read the room. You just cursed your whole marriage, basically. Yeah. What are you, what are you do? doing? If that's your idea, like, okay, you don't have to do it now that you know that no. you just lost to that team in horrible fashion. Put the ring back in your pants and think about another option, right? Well, I mean, you always look fucking stupid if you're getting engaged on the field after a football game anyway. Oh, you know what? Charles Leno is very upset with you. Didn't oh, he do that? I yes. Don't give a fuck. You look like an absolute asshole doing that. Just knock it off. It yeah. There you just you just absolutely just punt on that idea. You're like, oh, we're gonna get a win for sure. I'm gonna propose. It's fine. Then you lose in horrible fashion at the end of the yeah. game. I think Eddie Jackson was on the coverage at the end of that game. <laughs> I mean, just just don't do it. Or you know what? Do it outside of the stadium after the game. I don't know. Go to go to dinner and do it, man. Like, I mean, what are you doing getting engaged to? What's he, 21 uh, yeah. anyway? Like, knock it off. Just yeah. knock it off. Spread your seed. Soil your oats. I don't, I don't know what the expressions are these days. And he goes to Florida State. Have you ever been to Florida State? I've been to, Have you been? No. No, I haven't actually. Oh, no. yeah. He, you shouldn't be married when you're going to Florida State. That's all I'll say. You shouldn't be married or engaged. Unless you're Chris Winkie, because I think he was 32 when he was there. <laughs> so maybe Still, nope. the one exception. The, no. If you're the Seminoles quarterback, you, if you were married, nope, you just get divorced. Okay, enough about that. Uh, last game to mention here, Auburn is at Penn State. Uh, that's mm. a Saturday night game. Penn State at night's pretty awesome. Yeah. They do that like everyone wear white bullshit. Kind of yep. sweet. Uh, yep. Penn State is laying six points. What are you doing? Which way are you going? Uh, Penn State. Okay, I'm going. Um, I'm going Auburn because I don't support child molestation. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Everybody I, I wears no white because we're all innocent. We're all innocent, right? I don't think so. <laughs> Joe Paterno. I couldn't make the call to the cops on a Sunday. 
I couldn't do it. I had to wait till the next week to not call the cops. I should Hard stop. Hard stop. Okay. Thinking. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of uh, pedophiles, we can we talk about? There's a soccer team in uh, Sweden. Are they a Swedish team? Where are they from? They're called Young Boys. Well, Darren made an unbelievable joke saying that um, he thought that they they were located in the Vatican. I legitimately believed it for about five minutes, and I was like, that can't be real. That just absolutely cannot be real. What are we doing naming it with a team, Young Boys? And like, how do you root? You can't. How are you a fan of that team? I don't know. How could you coach that team? Yeah, I'm the coach of the Young Boys. Well... Oh, okay. put, put you in cuffs, right? Yep. I mean, seriously. Prison, <laughs> seriously. right to prison. Yeah, you right. can't do that. You can't do that. No. All right, you know what? I'm flipping my pick. I'm taking Auburn. Now that we talked through it, I'm taking Auburn plus six. Money line. Penn State doesn't stand a chance because you just you can't do that. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I support non-pedophiles. Good call. Thanks for talking me out of it. No problem. No problem at all. Uh, sorry to Courtney Brown and LeVar Arrington back in the day. Uh, I'm not cause, uh, my gopher team beat them on the road and they're number two in the nation. No big deal. <laughs> Upset at Penn state, baby in your face. Eat my ass. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. This has been the big 10 minute. The big 10 led by the Illinois fighting Illini also receiving votes. No more trap games. Go Illinois. Hold on a second. Boom. Big 10, 12 minute. Done. (laughs) We are in the outro. Gonna wrap this motherfucker up. Oh, I thought I had a burp there. Uh, I think it's coming, so it'll be a surprise for all of us. All right, Bears are going to be on this Sunday. Let's just get a win this weekend, baby. Let's just do it. Let's quit fucking around. Let's stop being terrible, especially on defense. Eddie Jackson, grow up. Stop thinking people are disrespecting you. It's all true. You stink. Get better. Bill, we're wrapping this motherfucker up. What do we want to talk about, buddy? We want to talk about your socks? I don't even know. I mean, the magic number was nine when I wrote it on this agenda. It might be less now. I have no idea. They're playing right now against the Angels of Anaheim. Tim Anderson's finally back. Uh, what do you know the score? You're looking at the TV. It's nine right to three. Now. Nine to three. Uh, top of the bottom of the no top of the seventh. Sorry. White Sox are Sox, up. Sox are up. All right, Lucas Giolito is back, baby. Yes. So it'll be eight, I assume. If my math is correct, I don't know if Cleveland won or lost. I assume they're still in second. I'm not really paying that close attention to anybody below the White Sox. But it stands to reason that by the next time we are doing zero doings, the White Sox will be headed to the playoffs for the second straight year for the first time in franchise history. You mentioned the Bengals. I I laughed to myself. The Bengals were coming off two straight playoff games for the first time in their history. I think the last time the Bears played them or something like that, something close to that. Uh, and I thought, wow, the White Sox can't even say that, and the Bengals can. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, good can, Good luck to you, Bill. 
thanks. Oh, should the, I talk how, about the Cubs? Cubs? Should I talk yeah, about the Cubs? Cubs? I don't yeah, have yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. clue. I don't have a fucking clue right now. I know Chris Bryant was in town this past weekend. People seem to be sentimental about that. I didn't really shed a tear because I've completely checked out on baseball. He's not signing with the Cubs. I feel like there's Cubs fans still holding on to the hope that they're going to bring him back. Just fucking stop it. He doesn't want to come back here. And if he does, he wants like double of the money the next team's going to give him. And Tom Ricketts is extremely poor. Biblical losses. I don't know if you guys remember that. He had to pay for the Catalina Club, so we all needed that. So fuck you, Ricketts. Fuck you, Cubs. That's my Cubs update for this week and from here on out. So I got nothing, Bill. I got nothing. I don't know what the Cubs magic number is. That's a great question. Well, just bring back Sammy Sosa. We've been talking about it for episodes. I just yes. want to throw out some uh, some thank yous here. Thank you, Rick, for your wonderful picks. I hope you go 3-0 and this weekend. I love when you have sponsorships. It's my favorite part maybe of my entire life. Thank you to at Roto underscore Lando. You're the one that mentioned uh, calling Andy Dalton a ginger Chase Daniel on Twitter, so I want to give you proper respect. That was hilarious. Thank you, Coach Cuse and Sufjan Stevens for the inspiration of the intro song that Dan Doinks will hear for the first time, kind of, uh, that let off the show. Thank you, Dr. Dan, for a future song that we've been going back and forth, a little, little collab, as they say in the business. And Dan Doinks here is still very confused as to who you are, do yep. you do surgeries on people, or are you a PhD of some sort? What, what's your guess, Dan? I, in my mind, I don't know why. I can't explain it. I picture him as uh, Dr. Mario. Okay. Do you, you ever play Dr. Mario? It's like a dumb yep. version of uh, Tetris. Just throwing pills into a bottle. I picture <laughs> that's Dr. Dan. It could be. It could be. It seems like something he might have done at... Miami University of Ohio, University of Miami of Ohio, whatever they are, they just lost to the Gophers. And we have a lot of friends who went there, including Coach Q, St. David No Behavior, and Dr. Dan. Okay. That's all. Okay. Uh, go Bears. Go enjoy Bears. Soldier Field for the first time in years, Dan. Enjoy the tailgate. I hope the beef is slapping and the hams are double slapping. It's going to be awesome. Bring home a win, buddy. Let's be optimistic. Let's get JF1 in there with a team that has at least one win in the column, okay? Let's do it. Yes. Thank you, friend. This is always fun. I love you. God bless Zero Doinks. God bless Fans and Eggs. Thank you guys for listening. You're awesome. Go Bears. Go Gophers. Go Illini. Go White Sox. Fuck you, Cubs. Go America. Go Ted Lasso. Oh, go Everton. St. Louis. No, no. No, not St. Louis Cardinals. What? No, Arizona Arizona Cardinals. The the Vikings, yeah. Yeah. Go Lions and Packers for a tie. Uh, Let's go Everton. I love everybody. God bless America. Zero Dogs, thanks for listening. See you next week for our one-on-one NFC North leading Chicago Bears. Zero Dogs. Bye.
He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white and red. I also have a trout pond still going in my pants, apparently. We want to be with you, Justin. Hold on, little girl. Bears have done damage to you. Dalton is a squirrel. An average start won't be that bad when it's through. It's through. A D-line twist can't topple you. So come on, baby. It's getting closer. Opponent's D will need a rover. You're the one who stuck at number two. Deep inside, I know you feel it too. Waiting on a line of orange and blue Just to see the next Justin debut Build up your confidence So we can be on top for once Wake up, who cares about Red Rocket Who plays too much We'll see it all go down who should be back, there's not in doubt So come on, baby, it's getting closer Opponent's defense needs a rover You're the one who stuck at number two Deep inside, I know you feel it too Waiting on a line of orange and blue just to see the next Justin debut. You are the one who'll be together, baby. You make my life worthwhile. You make us start to smile. Deep inside, I know you feel it too. Waiting on a line of orange line Just to see the next Justin debut Just to see the next Justin debut